Bobby's Big Story. Even though we've been taught to believe that a gloomy day is bad for our mental health, after tons of research was done, it's apparently not true at all. On average, the weather has no effect on people's positive or negative moods. There is no real concrete data out there that supports this theory connecting the weather and our mood. In other words, more sunlight, less wind, higher average temperature. It didn't make people feel happier. And low temperatures, rain and snow, didn't bring us any measurable amount of sadness. Thoughts? Oh, I literally thought in Alaska that was a thing. The, the, because, well, they have the darkness for some time, so that has to be. That has to play a role. Maybe that's light and uh, They have a six-month most dark, six-month most day. Right. I know, and the depression rates there. I read somewhere, probably on Wikipedia <laughs> one time. My husband lived in Alaska for a little bit, but, yeah, I, I thought that that was a thing. I'm affected by it, for sure. You're not? I like it when it's cold and rainy. Oh, I like well, that, it when it's sunny. I like rain. I just like, so uh, the rain puts me in a good mood. Rain, rain brings corn. Corn brings whiskey. And you know, whiskey makes your baby yeah. get a little frisky. There it is. <laughs> anyway, that, that's the story. Thank you. Close it up. Bobby's Big Story. You okay today? Yeah. Why? And I asked that because Eddie has a gift for you. And he'd like to give it to you now. It has all been arranged. Eddie said, I'd like to do this for Amy. We said, Scuba and I jumped in to help. But it's mostly an Eddie thing. Eddie, go ahead. Amy, I feel like you relate to me with this one thing. When times get tough and life is hard, you want to do one thing, right? What do you want to do when times get tough come on, and think life about gets it. hard, Amy? Go to my room and shut the door and get in my bed and never come out. Okay, okay, that's one. That's one. <laughs> okay. But also you want to break... Break things? Yes, yeah. yes, you do. You're very rage-filled you now. You need to break things. Wait, yeah. let him tell you. Okay. Okay, so, so a few months ago, my TV broke. And I couldn't, I couldn't turn it on, and I called repairman people, whatever, and I said, you, like, can you look at this? And they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you more to fix it than just buy a new one. So buy a new one. So I've had this TV sitting at home, and it's got all my passwords and all my account information. I'm like, if I don't destroy this, somebody can hack my information. So I said, this is the best gift ever to give to Amy because I know that you've been going to hard, through hard times right now, and you could use this. So here's my TV for you, for you, and a sledgehammer so you can destroy it. Right now? We have yeah. it set up in the right outside the building in an alley. You have goggles, a sledgehammer, a TV. We're going to put it all on. Can we put it on Facebook Live? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really honestly had no idea what in the world was about to happen. How cool is this? It's going to be pretty amazing, I think. I don't really know. I'm nervous a little bit, but... I, yeah, I, I'm excited. Can we like tarp her and put glasses on her? <laughs> tarp me. Yeah, put a tarp over her. Yeah. Well, you just don't want tarps. you just don't want glass like coming in, cutting you. Okay. So you're gonna go out back. I'm gonna play this song. All right. And you're gonna get to experience on air a nice rage-filled release. How do you feel? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. It sounds so negative. Okay. Rage-filled. Okay. I'd rather okay. have like um. Emotional therapy. Emotional therapy with sledgehammer Beautiful. coming up next. Yes. yes. <laughs> you ready? You stretched out? Yeah, I'm ready. You can go ahead and go. Okay. She's taking her headphones out. Eddie was inspired. He had a TV that wasn't working anymore, but you know you have to demolish it or someone can take all the personal information from exactly, it. Exactly, because the TV wouldn't turn on and I, I has all my logins, my Netflix, all that stuff on there. So I'm like, I have to destroy this somehow. So he knows Amy's been going through a tough time. Yeah. So we've set it up for her to go in the alley and just start wrecking it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> By the way, who brought the sledgehammer? I don't know. Who owns that? <laughs> <laughs> Scoop and Bobby. 
Steve? Yeah. He probably went by Home Depot or something, right? Uh, so, okay, so Amy's walking out to the back alley now. I think she has the phone on her. Amy, you there? Amy, here's the phone. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. Who else is it going to be? He's like, hey, man, you got to call. Oh it's Bobby on the phone. Hey. Do you see the TV? Yes, and I see the goggles and the gloves. Oh, wow, we're watching her right now. I see it. Okay, so, Amy, we need you to put the gloves and the goggles on, please. It is a blue sledgehammer. Eddie, that's a pretty big TV. That's like over a 55-incher. Yeah, it's 50-something. And they couldn't fix that thing? Mm-mm. I mean, they, they could. They said it's going to ta- cost more than just buying a new one, so I just bought a new one. Okay, she's put both gloves on. She is now putting the goggles on her head. She's looking at the TV. She just did one of those <laughs> crouches where you crouch down and look underneath the car, but she's looking at the TV. I, I hope this is very therapeutic to her. Okay, Amy, how do you feel? I feel, I don't know, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. Like, I don't know why, but I'm shaking. How heavy is the sledgehammer? It's very heavy. Okay, uh, just take a little swing without hitting the uh, the TV. I just want to see, like, hit the wood back behind it. Yeah, grab top of it so you can get some leverage. Yeah, I just want to see how heavy that thing's going to be. Hit the wood behind it. Don't hit the TV. It's so heavy. You can do it. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> How'd that feel? Okay, she's hitting the wood right now. Oh, again. Okay, well, re- tell her relax. We're good. On the scuba, you need glasses too if you're gonna, or or put the phone on the ground. Okay, I'll put it on the ground. I'm okay. I've done this before. I've done this before. Has he? Him and his wife every Thursday <laughs> they go buy a TV and wreck it. All right, Amy, here we go. Come on, Amy. In three, two, one, go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it almost killed her. She hit it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> It's not really breaking. Okay, hey, put put the TV back up. She knocked it over immediately, then just started beating on the backside of it. (laughs) Amy is beating a TV with. Oh, (laughs) and she's back at it. Oh, Oh, and it fell again. (laughs) Hold on, Scuba's gonna get hit by the sledgehammer. The sledgehammer is too heavy for her, guys. There oh, go. it's breaking. Oh, man. Amy is busting a TV. Oh. I think it's working, Bones. Oh. Three more. One. Two. Oh, it's breaking now. Well, man, she keeps going. <laughs> All right, Scuba. Hello. How do you feel? It requires a lot. It feels like a 900 number, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, guys. That felt really good. Then I'm like, now I'm all worked up. And I don't know. I need to, like, go run or or cry or I don't know. But it definitely was amazing. Thank you, Eddie. You're welcome, Amy. Nice job, Eddie. Look at the TV. Hey, take a picture of Amy holding that TV up with her goggles on. She really went to town on that sucker. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Come on back. (laughs) Okay. I think we both both got what we wanted out of that, right? What did you want? A destroyed TV. I don't think anyone's going to be watching TV on that thing, right? So this was all just a move by you to save some money. (laughs) Mr. Bobby Bones. The best and worst Christmas songs. Oh, yes. I'm going to go first. It's tough because there are so many great Christmas songs. Great ones. But I just went with the first one that came to my, my head, which was Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday. In sync. Merry Christmas, hey, yeah. 
Christmas. As the best. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And it's an original. The best. It's so good. First one that came to my mind makes me happy and smile is this. Happy Holidays. Ooh. Amy, best. Best is Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. Another original. Which is good. This played a little bit much for me to be a favorite. I was way more of an NSYNC fan than Mariah Carey. <laughs> Eddie, best Christmas song. Easy. Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Uh, Listen to the warmth. That's not warmth. That's static. Christmas. I and, like and, it. And you picture all the soldiers over World like War II wanting to come home listening to this. White Christmas for me, I prefer the Badoo Badoo. Yes, that's a good one too, but this is my favorite. Is it Drifters or the Platters? Yeah, Drifters. The Drifters? Yeah. Yeah. Morgan, best Christmas song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas from Michael Bluble. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It feels like Christmas morning. Yeah, it reminds me Christmas is here. He's becoming Christmas guy, right? I think that crooning style is Christmas. That's why we think of Brett Eldridge as Christmas. Yeah. That's why we think of Michael Bublé. They put out great Christmas records. This is good. Yeah, it is. It's really great. Lunchbox, your favorite Christmas song ever? Well, you just played it. Michael Bublé is starting to look a lot like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Surprising coming from you. Uh, My wife really likes it, and so we listen to it a lot, and I'm like, that dude can sing pretty well. Now, back around the room, the worst Christmas song. And I'm going to go with Jingle Bells by the Singing Dogs. <laughs> Pretty bad. First of all, it drives me crazy. Secondly, if you play it around a dog, they go absolutely berserk. This song's awful. Amy, worst Christmas song. I'm going to go with Santa Baby. Oh. Yeah, what's Santa the deal with this? This is great. What? The stable under the tree for me. Santa's like her husband. She doesn't try to... No, he's not. In the song. You don't think so? I always she thought that. She just sounds so rotten. Like, yeah, I want car. Like annoying. Give me this, Santa. Do you think she's really trying to get with Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I just always... She's sick, too. <laughs> okay. He's uh, married. Eddie? Oh, mine is Carol of the Bells, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Great. Oh, no, 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 no. Awesome, Jam man. it. Hit it. This Christmas? Get out of here. Yeah. Jam right here. Never seen them live? No. Oh, Merry, boy. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Bad song. Great song. Morgan? Oh, it has to be Christmas Shoes by New Song. I cry every time this sure song comes on. Damn. You know, it makes me bald. We used to do this bit with Lunchbox on the air every Christmas where he'd go out and, and act out this song to stores with like some change and say the words of the song. Could you you would go say what? I would go to a shoe store and I'd bring a pair of shoes up there. I'd be like, oh, and then they'd tell me the total and I'd throw a bunch of pennies on the counter and be like, I just, you know, I want my mom to look beautiful. She meets Jesus tonight. And they're like, well, do you have the rest of the money? I'm like, this is all I got. I just came straight from the hospital. And they'd be like, I'm sorry. And, you know, some people in line would offer to pay for them for you. And they were really nice. It was the be- It was so fun to do that one. <laughs> that was maybe my favorite thing ever. Just to make them feel so awkward because they're denying this guy 
That's why I don't like the song that much, because I felt so awkward at his bit. <laughs> we're we not going to do it this year. No. <laughs> oh, no. We're not. No, we're not going to do it this year. Could you Lunchbox, the worst Christmas song? Madonna. Santa baby. Santa baby. Same version? Slip the stable under the tree. I, I sent in Madonna, Santa baby, because it just sounds so creepy to me and I find it weird. I guess she did like a version I'm of sure it. people covered it, yeah. but the original is like Eartha Kit or something. Raymundo, did you have a couple? Yeah, the uh, worst one I got, Kenny Chesney, All I Want is a Real Good Tan. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is a real good tan. That was terrible. Then I copied Amy on the good one, Mariah Carey. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 88-year-old Harold Storley was mowing his lawn when he broke his hip. EMT responders come in, they check him out, they get him help, right? And then they, they get back to the station, they're like, hey, what do you guys think about getting together, going back, mowing the guy's lawn for him since he wasn't able to do it? So they spend a few hours going back, mowing the lawn, working on the garden, fixing up his house. That's cool. Love it. Because they go back and still remembered. Correct. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, we helped him. We fixed him. But we should go back and help him more because he's probably having a rough time. That's awesome, man. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The dumbest thing you believed as a kid. It turns out it wasn't true. What is it? Eddie, I'll go to you first. Yeah, I went to a basketball game when I was a kid with my uncle, my Theo Mario, and... And I just kept seeing basketball players fall on their butts. And I was like, dude, how do they not hurt themselves every time they fall on their butt? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, basketball players do extra exercises that focus just on their butt because every time they do fall on their butt, it doesn't hurt them. So you thought they did a special butt exercise? Forever. And then I was at a Spurs game when I was older, and I started telling people, and they all laughed at when me. When you were older? Yeah. Like, like how old? <laughs> yeah, like probably 15 years ago. That's funny. <laughs> A couple of the more popular ones on Reddit was that, one, quicksand will take you to the center of the earth. If you just get in it, it doesn't stop. A thunderstorm is God moving furniture. And here's the one, and I hope none of you guys are going to say this. If you eat a fruit seed, it will grow in your stomach. Oh, nice. I can't, and that was, that's not mine, <laughs> but I thought if I ate a watermelon, I'd get a, when I was a kid, that a watermelon mm-hmm. would grow. Yeah. Because the seeds were in the food, in the fruit. Uh, mine is probably until I was like nine or ten. I thought the baby came out of the belly button. It's <laughs> funny. I did. Because what? Do, how do I know? And no one ever told. I was told the baby came out of the belly button, so I believed that until somebody was passing some pictures around school one day. Oh, and I was like, the baby. <laughs> I was mind blown by that. Amy, what is yours? I used to, and I think I, this is my grandma's fault and my mom too, but they would talk to red lights and green lights and tell it like, you know, turn green, turn green, turn green, turn green. And so I thought for a long time as a kid, you had to talk to the stoplights <laughs> to get off the turn. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Lunchbox, what about you? My brother, when I was five years old, he's a couple years older than me. He told me that if I stepped on a crack, it would break our mom's back. So for a year, I tried to avoid all cracks. And if my mom wasn't around when I stepped on one, I felt guilty until I got home and realized, okay, her back's not broken. I got lucky this time. So I avoided all cracks for an entire year. You had to check on her. Hey, mom, how's your back? <laughs> see. Uh, Raimundo, you have one? My mom would uh, tell us if we swallowed our gum, it would get stuck in our rib cages. Yeah. Yeah, the gum one lived with a lot of us, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the seven years to get rid of it. That's uh, true, though, right? No. No. 
It's like the same <laughs> as anything else. Amy's, we're letting her know right now. Another one. one that I was told a lot growing up was if you wear a hat, your hair will fall out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which isn't true. They've debunked no. that many times. And then the other one was that babies come from storks. I think that's from cartoons, though, right? Like old school cartoons? Yeah, like Looney Tunes. If you guys want to hop on, we have a voicemail line. If you want to leave us, you know, what it is that you always believed, it turns out it wasn't true, you can call us 877-77-BOBBY. Mr. Bobby Bones. On the show right now is Allie in Massachusetts. Hi, Allie. Hi. Good morning, Shell. How are you? Morning. Morning. She said show. I can't. Yeah, oh, you guys can't. Yeah, yes, I can't the give studio. That. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Allie, say morning, studio. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. There we go. Eddie, you have your integrity. <laughs> I, it's, I just, it's a muscle memory. That I can appreciate. Allie, where do you live in Massachusetts? <laughs> in Springfield. Oh, love it there. Um, we're going to do a little something here. Amy, you're going to have a chance to win her a prize. Okay. okay. I'm going to play a game called Name the Classic Rock Lead Singer. All right, Allie, so you're going to hang out. If Amy gets five of seven, you win, okay? Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you. Here we go. Amy, can you name the lead singer of this band? So it's a whole process. You've got to figure out the band and then name the lead singer. Yeah. What do you think about that one? Steven Tyler. Oh, Avero Smith. Uh, is that wrong? It was it Guns N' Roses. It is wrong. Yeah, Amy, it, start with the band, like Bobby said, and then you can get. To I know, that but singer. I thought Steven Tyler was Guns N' Roses uh, okay. <laughs> until he said that wasn't right, and I was like, oh, that's I don't even know who's the lead of Guns N' Roses. Who do you think? Guns N' Roses lead singer, Roses, Axl Rose. No? Well, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yep. okay. Oh, for one, right. you got to get it's five okay. for seven. All right, okay. I know. Next up. Okay. The band? Uh, Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. Correct. Give that girl a point. Nice job. Okay, see if you can name this lead singer. It's a beautiful day. Oh! What? Oh, hold on. You're changing your answer? Hold on. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> it looked like Wait. she was ready, so we yeah. pulled the music down. Hold on. Oh no. Who's that band? Okay. Who's the band? You two. Who's the lead singer? Bono. Correct. Yeah. Who did you have? Coldplay Chris Martin. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. It's you know okay, right away. Not no, American. No, stop. Okay. Right. I, listen, thank you. They uh, do. It means two for three. She has to get five out of seven. <laughs> Name the lead singer. Here you go. Who do you okay. think that band is? Nirvana. Lead singer? Kurt Cobain. Correct. Yeah. Nice. She's still in the running, boys. Next one up. Song comes on the radio. Oh, you got this, Amy. No, you got it. I... You got it. It's easier than you think. Who do you think the band is? Oh. Oh. 
It's satisfaction. Is that the Beatles? I, don't, I didn't know. Well, you're asking questions. We don't do questions on Okay, trivia. well, this is my guess now. Go ahead. Um, Beatles, Paul McCartney. Incorrect. Oh, what is it? The Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. Ooh. Close. Yes. You have to get. Are they close? Yes, yeah. close. Yeah, thanks. You have to get the next two right to win. <sighs> Name the lead singer. What a weird song to pick. Though, yeah, it's very of all the songs. Yeah, it's B-side. Amy has her hands on her head, trying to channel. I'm the band, and yeah, I don't know that she's gonna get this one. Amy? Yeah, I know, because didn't we have somebody come in and like cover all these songs? Come on, Amy. Can you name the band? Queen. Queen is okay, correct. Okay. Now, associate that to the lead singer. Right, that's come what on. I'm trying to do. Got and it. now I have in my head Alexandra McQueen, but that is a designer. Alexandra McQueen, the lead singer of Queen. Um, then, I know, I know. That's like not this, but that's all that's in my head. I know it's like, um, no, no, it'll, Ray, no, not Ray. Allie. <laughs> You said nothing. Amy is freaking out. I'm going to tell you, this is the only one that you can hop no in and help. Pressure. This is the only one you can hop in and help on if you know Allie the answer. What is it? She's Freddie Mercury! Freddie Mercury! Freddie Mercury! I got it. I'm sorry. We're trying to talk to Allie here for I a second. I got it, though. Allie, would you have known it? She's on her own. I have no idea. Okay, Amy did yell out Freddie Mercury. That's correct. Thank you. How, Good job, Amy. It took you like a year to get there. It really did. <laughs> it's like I don't understand sometimes. When I'm clear, sometimes things come to me really quick. And then that's like with easy trivia. I Some days that. you might be say, What's well, the capital of Texas? And I'm gonna be like, Mwah. it'll take me forever, I'll get there. But then other days I'm gonna be like, Austin, duh. I don't know. It's just Well, the, we're down to the final question. Come on. Cobwebs up in here. We're going to put her on a clock, though, of 30 seconds. Okay. Just because I think we started that question yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 go. Last one. Who's the lead singer? Uh, well, I've been afraid of changing because I've built my life around you. But time makes you bolder, even children get old. Okay, for the win, for $100, Walmart photo gift card to Allie in Springfield, a blanket with my face on it. This is probably going to, I don't know what you're going to do with it. <laughs> I know there's a lot of uses Just stay for warm. It. Yeah. Amy, who is that lead singer? Come on. Stevie Nicks. Is it Stevie Nicks? Yeah. Correct. Allie, how do you feel? I'm super excited. I have faith in her. Nice. Oh, thank you. You know what I wrote down right before we played? You know what I wrote down? <laughs> I wrote, I'm going to win. Oh, nice. I just thought I'd pump myself up a little bit. Do you know what I wrote you down? You have to have the confidence. Look, That's right. Look what I wrote here. What did it. you it write? Amy's going to take forever with one of her answers. <laughs> Bobby Bone. The Bobby Bone Show. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
In Fort Valley, Georgia, a police officer is getting a new kidney thanks to a teacher that he barely knew. Captain Gerald Smith's been working with the Fort Valley Police Department for 27 years. But for the last five, he's been on dialysis just waiting for a new kidney. So upon hearing about his situation, this sixth grade teacher, Tara Craig, felt inspired to help. They didn't know each other, but she said she felt like God was calling her to help. Now, they weren't an exact match. She's type B blood. He's type O. Instead of Tara giving her kidney directly to the captain, they signed up for this donor pairing program. That moved them to the top of the list, and just a few weeks later, they found a match for the police officer in Utah. So because she said she was going to give a kidney, she still gave a kidney and went to someone else, and they found him a kidney quicker too. Wow. So it took a few weeks. Because of this program, because of her saying, I'm stepping in, they moved up. Captain Smith is excited, a little nervous. She's also a little nervous, but they're going to both benefit from from this. I want to give someone a kidney. Do you? Like, it just sounds cool. And it's just something already in your body anyway. It's still got to be scary, even for the people doing it. I think that this kidney donation sharing the positive stories is affecting people in a great way. For you to even go, I like to give a kidney. It feels like a cool... Like, that's popular culture, kidney giving popular culture working. That's right. I've never thought about it. I'd like to give somebody... I don't know. Uh, Lock of hair. A I know, but it is like that's why I was saying. Like it is, we get all the feels when it came yeah. down to it. Are yeah. you gonna go sign yourself up? I don't know. It's still a little scary. I, but I think I would if it was somebody that, like, if I was moved to do mm-hmm. it. If it was close to me, I, I think I would. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Good morning, studio. I was looking for some advice. I want to be a professional ballet dancer, and my parents don't think that is the best career choice for me. I was wondering if you had some advice or what I should talk to them about to kind of show them that this is a career path I hope to choose. Thanks. Love your show. Well, being a ballet dancer is not the best career. However, neither is being on the radio. Neither is being anything that anybody really wants to be. Like, they're hard jobs to get. But if you don't pursue with all your heart, you're going to resent it for so long. You're going to resent them. You're going to resent you. But I can't sit here and go, yeah, it's a great career choice. It's not. This isn't. But I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't stop until I was able to get here. If you approach it like that, and if you can't think of doing anything but that, that's what you should be doing. And then you do it for as long as you possibly can. And then a little bit more. And then reevaluate if it's not working out. But I just think you need to tell your parents, this is what you want to do. This is what you're going to do. And if you don't need the resources, then go do it. If you do need the resources, you got to figure out some sort of compromise. But, you know, the greatest thing that ever happened to me is I grew up extremely poor. Nothing to lose. When you ain't got nothing, you can't lose nothing. Mm -hmm. And so go for it. Yeah, not, not the best career choice, but... You know, nothing great is ever easy, ever. Because if it was easy, everybody would have it or be doing it. And then if everybody had it and was doing it, it wouldn't be great. So here you go. This is your kick in the butt. If you don't do it, it's because of you. It's not because of your parents. Unless they're paying your bills. But other than that, (laughs) uh, yeah, just have that conversation with them. You just have to be steadfast and that this is what you're going to do. I don't even know if you're a good ballet dancer. Maybe oh, yeah, maybe they know something we don't know. <laughs> yeah. But still, you got to go. You got to go. Go fight for it until you can't fight anymore. And once you can't fight anymore, reevaluate. There you go. All right, over to Amy now with the morning corny. 
The Morning Corny. Why is it always cold at Christmas? <laughs> too soon? What do you mean? No, not too soon. I mean, okay. The answer is like winter, no. the earth is... Oh, no. Uh, why is it always <laughs> cold at Christmas? <laughs> because it's December. Okay. <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. Nice. Let's check in with Lunchbox, who ate the hottest chip in the world yesterday. It was one chip. I paid $15 for it. We spun the wheel. He lost. He not only drank milk, he shoved yogurt down his throat. And here we are one day later. Lunchbox, give us the full report. Oh, you want to speak about crashing? I mean, you, I tried to go home and take a nap, and I just laid on the couch in pain for like three hours because my stomach just hurt like it was like pain like there was something in my stomach that wanted to get out didn't know how to get out didn't know where to go my stomach didn't know how to digest it i don't know what it was but it wasn't comfortable so i couldn't even nap because i was in pain laying on the couch being useless for three hours could it have been the gallon of milk and three yogurts <laughs> that you downed yeah. like with the chip? I mean, I I am. I've drinking milk my whole life, and I've never doubled over not, in pain like not that. Like not like that. that. You no, were, no. You were it was so much dairy. Is a you were a cow. Too much of anything is too much water is a bad thing. You know, like it just was a lot of dairy happening. I I'm a fan of dairy. It's nothing against the dairy, but there was a lot happening. Yeah, I mean, because the pain I was in, I was trying to soothe my soul, <laughs> yeah. and it did not work. Like, I was trying to calm my tongue down, and when my tongue stopped burning, then my stomach's hurting, and I'm just laying there on the couch just going, this is terrible. And I was useless for three hours just laying on the couch, and I had a couple trips to the um, facilities. <laughs> to uh, the, um, how do I say this? Yeah, yeah were the they, bathroom. was it, was it uh, pretty rough, aggressive? I was aggressive. It was. Uh, it was. It, it came out in full force. But again, was it? But again, was it milk? That. We don't know because no, he, he almost drowned himself inter- internally with milk. I know. But he- Listen, guys, milk's never made me feel that way. And I mean, it was. Yeah. Let's just say there was. Um, oh, no, no more. No, let's no, just no. say it. we get it. <laughs> the Friday morning conversation with Luke Combs. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Likewise. You know, you have nine number ones now. I feel like if, if I'm in the car for 15 minutes, I'm for sure going to get a couple Luke Combs songs. I, th- I think so. When you're yeah. driving, if you're in the car and, and a Luke Combs song comes on, it's yourself, obviously. Do you change the station or I, do you turn I do. it? You do. I do. Yeah. It's, <laughs> just, we, it's just weird. Yeah, I know Tyler and Rob do. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know to listen to yourself. I mean, I just by the time something is out and then by the time it's on the radio, I've heard it so many times. I mean, Do you ever hear something new, though, when you're hearing it on the radio? Like, oh, I didn't know that was mixed like that. or Definitely not. No? Because <laughs> you've listened not. to it so many <laughs> yeah, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Uh, you've added five new songs. By the way, Luke Combs is here because the deluxe album is out. If you would have added all the songs that you had written during the last five or six months, during the pandemic, if you would added all of them, how many tracks would be on that thing? Probably 40, 40 or 50. Probably. What do you do with these songs that you don't end up cutting? Uh, hope that no one hears them because they're not good. Really? <laughs> if they didn't get cut, I mean, they're. But you, you know, don't. There aren't some of them where you're opinion. going. This just isn't for me right now. But maybe this artist would like it. No, there is a lot of that. But I think there's like a there can be like a stigma in town a little bit with. So, for example, I can only put out you know so many songs, however in however amount of time. So then, if another artist were to hear this song, and they go, "Man, I really like that song." 
and then they see that my name's on it or whoever's artist's name is on it, they would go, well, then why didn't that guy cut it if it's so good? But really, it's just impossible to put out as many good songs as you could write because you would never be able to, you know, you wouldn't be able to promo stuff correctly and and have it be in the spotlight long enough. So I think there is a stigma to that. Like if you see another artist's name on it, you go, well, if he didn't cut it, then it must not be that good. So even if you really like it, you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, what's wrong with it? If that guy, if it was really great, he would have cut it. Would you ever use a pseudonym, a different name, if you weren't going to use it for yourself and go, you know what, I think uh, Larry Zonka is going to... I think maybe already do that, I couldn't say. Nice. <laughs> couldn't, you know, legally. Could, legally couldn't say if I already do that. All I know is that he got slapped <laughs> on the leg right when I asked that question. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I think that's a good idea for any writers out there. That's a good idea to do. You should do that. I think I saw Jimmy Butler on TikTok listening to your music. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Butler's awesome, man. He's a, he's a great dude. Yeah, um, I was watching him on a boat, yeah. and he was singing along to your song in, uh, yeah. on, like, a pontoon boat. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Do you <laughs> no, know Jimmy great. Butler? Plays for Miami, Amy, by the way. I was about to ask you, you know Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I do. That's he's pretty, great. I saw your TikTok where... You, you were like uh, where it started and where it is now, and you were playing in a club. I think you were singing Hurricane, and it was some old club footage, and then where it is now, and it was you in an arena. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like that's just been such a, a runaway train, or does it feel like it took forever? I think a little bit of both. You know, um, I think it was, in a lot of ways, it was like, man, that feels like two lifetimes ago because we've done so much in that amount of time. But then, you know, I'll be talking with these guys, and we'll – be talking about something and they're like you know that was like two years ago and i'm like man that feels like it was 10 years ago you know i don't know it's just a lot has happened in such a small amount of time that it's all just really jam-packed in there when you were playing clubs even before you came to nashville full-time what was best case scenario that you could see for yourself I, I don't know what it was going to be. I mean, I think anything would have been fine as long as I could I could have made a living doing music in some capacity, whether that was being like a full-time staff writer somewhere or I, I don't know, being a demo singer would have been cool. I mean, in, really anything to like not have to like do the grind, like the 40-hour week thing, I would have been cool with, I think. Did you in any of your wildest dreams see this? No, I don't think so. I mean, I had a, I had a, you know, I always was very confident in myself and I believed in myself, um, but it was never like, I think I'm going to be doing setting records. Yeah. No, no, no chance that I think that that was going to happen, but here we are. Got nine number ones, hurricane first in 2016, uh, loving on you, your latest. We're going to come back in a second and do a little music, but I do want to play. Um, let me play a clip of cold as you. This is from the deluxe album. Like this was a fan, the, the, the fans demanded this one. Did you feel that way? I think that, yeah. My, uh, Why'd you, you guys look at each other and laugh on this plate? We just, <laughs> we, I was just, I told him it was a jam. He didn't write on it. So oh, like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm always like, jam. Really so, like, so good. See how good, how much better that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, did you feel uh, like people were like, you got to cut that song? Um, I think I just knew when I, when I, you know, when we wrote it, when me and Jonathan and Randy wrote it, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's going to be on something. I didn't know what, you know, if that would be this thing or the next thing. I knew it would come out at some point. Here's a clip of the other guy. See the other guy that's missing you. Late at night. 
this one? You did? Okay. <laughs> he made up on that. Nice. Nice, nice. The Friday Morning Conversation with Luke Combs. Oh, I like that you guys are aggressive with the songs here. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to go. I like the background music. Wow. Too. Just background. Oh, okay. Can't hold them back. Uh, ready to go. Chomping at the bit. Couple you know what? I'll save the dirt. questions. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Luke Combs is here. Uh, can we do better together? Yeah. Just a little verse of chorus? <laughs> A 40 HP Johnson on a flat bottom metal boat. Coke cans and BB guns, barbed wire and old fence posts. Eight point bucks in autumn, freshly cut cornfields. One arm out the window and one hand on the wheel. Some things just go better together. And probably always will Like a cup of coffee And a sunrise Sunday drives and time to kill What's the point of this old guitar If it ain't got no strings Or pouring your heart into a song That you ain't gonna sing It's a match made up in heaven like good old boys and be and me as long as you're right here. Nice. Luke Combs in the studio right now. How about cold as you? You guys wanna do that one? Let's do it. One. It's a junked out joint off a back road A blinking window sign with an arrow A gravel light chock full of toolbox trucks Making their happy hour way home When guys like me lose girls like you That's where we run to They got Whiskey River on the jukebox A honky-tonk sawdust dance floor A neon five o'clock broke and plenty damn many when you want one more This broke heart fool On an old bar stool Drinking beer almost as cold as you Nice, come on, Ooh. Luke Holmes is here That's awesome It sounds great, man Thank you It's, you know, I think you feel it We don't hear it <laughs> I definitely feel it Yeah Sure well, Let's do one more uh, Luke Holmes is here, by the way. Let's do uh, "Loving on You" verse and chorus of that. You know what I like about? This? I just I love the intro to this. I tell you why I personally like it. It's long. Yeah. That's that's the, everybody's zigging. You zagged. Yep. It it comes in destructive. I just, that's my favorite part of the song because it's so different. I like this one a lot. So when I hear that intro, I'm like, oh, this is good. Uh, Luke Combs, "Loving on You." Let's do it. Don't get me wrong, I like a bobber on the water, hooking them and reeling them in. I like a 
Friday night, slow ride, Brooks and Dump, Bayside, heroine, spin it again. I like a strong shot of whiskey, the way a marble hits me, some broken in cowboy boots. But I'm in love, and loving on you. I feel that rush as soon as you walk in the room. I can't get enough for you, honey. You're right on the money. I'm a junkie for your midnight moves. I'm in love, loving on you. Nice. There it is. Look yeah. You know, if you're listening now and you're like, man, that sounds so good. If you were to separate the parts of that, like who is singing the high harmony? Me, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Can you just do the high harmony without the other guy? Yes, do it. I, I would like yes. our listeners to hear just how good. Yes, we would love. Just to hear how good you are at this, but how weird it sounds by itself. Okay, yeah. So if do you it. don't mind, go ahead. Sure. All right. Love. Now, hold on a second. Let's do one more minute. Now, if you hop in and do your, your, because you're doing kind of a background vocal, ooh, ah, now without Luke. So you don't them do it together. Just those two. (laughs) Bones, this is so hard. I know. But if anyone can do it, it's these guys. That's true. That's true. Mr. Bones trying to get us fired. I'm telling you. (laughs) One more time. Walk in the room That's so Come cool. On. That's so good. How do you decide which words you're going to fully do out and then not? Because obviously Luke's doing all the words, right. and but then some of the words y'all do fully and then other ones you... So it's like is that production. just you feel it? You know, you attack certain words or sometimes it's like a vowel sound. Sometimes it's... It, there's like a science to it and there's some guys in this town that do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, otherworldly. Well, we just got a master class. I yeah, appreciate I love you guys it. doing that. Sure. I, there's a vulnerability to you guys having to break that apart and to actually show that word. off. What a good word. So, <laughs> all right, there he is, Luke Combs. Yeah. See you guys soon. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So, I want to tell you about Lego Grandma. Lego Grandma. Yes, her name is Rita Ebel, and she has been in a wheelchair for 25 years since she was in a car accident. And she started to realize a lot of businesses, she would want to go inside, but she got frustrated because she couldn't get in. No ramp for her wheelchair. So she spends hours a day building these Lego ramps, and they're super cute, and they're really colorful and bright, and she donates them to businesses so that they can put them out front, and that way people with wheelchairs, it's more accessible. And businesses really love them because it's colorful and cool, and the Legos, it's not like this ugly little ramp thing, and it actually attracts people that aren't even in a wheelchair because of the bright colors. 
I'm surprised these Legos stay together because yeah. I'm she, looking at the ramps. Oh. She built two of them, right? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. She glues them. Yeah. Ah. She put she puts it together. It's not just like Smart. Lego. Then she super glues them so that they don't come apart. Well, it says too, she built these so bold in color to also raise awareness for people. Mm-hmm. So the, when people see them too, they're all they're all like, what is that? And there's a story to be told too. That's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Well, good for her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go. It is time for easy trivia. The Friday morning tradition until you guys tell us it sucks. Welcome to the show. These are all super easy questions. You shouldn't miss them. But inevitably, someone always does. Let's see who the last man standing is. Or woman, by the way. It's usually a woman. Usually it's Amy. All right, here we go. What color are the stars on the United States flag? Okay. These stars, this red, white stripes, this background is blue, and the stars are white. Correct. Lunchbox. What country is just north of the border of the United States? That's Canada. Correct. Eddie, who is the Come first on. president of the United States? George Washington. Correct. Morgan number two, St. Patrick's Day celebrates what cultural heritage? What people? Well, um, the Irish. Correct. And Raymundo is in the game. Raymundo, who Ooh. lives in a trash can on Sesame Street? Oh, that has got to be Oscar the Grinch. <laughs> the Grouch? Oscar the Grouch? Um, He's out, round one. Uh, out. I, I asked him before we went on. I said, do you want to play? And he goes, yeah, sure, why not? And then he comes hard with Oscar the Grinch in round one. <laughs> so close. It is Oscar the Grouch, Ray. I'm sorry. Do you feel like you were jobbed there or no? No, no, no. I, I got it wrong, definitely. Okay. Oscar, Tough game. Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oscar's uh, You've been boned. Uh, Amy, back over to you. What was the last name of Orville and Wilbur, the flight pioneers? Oh, right. Wright brothers. Correct. <laughs> Just to say Redenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing too hard. All right. Lunchbox. Easy trivia. Things fall when you drop them because of what force? Oh, yeah. Gravity. <laughs> Correct. Eddie in baseball. How many yeah. players are on base if the bases are loaded? That would be three people. Correct. Oh. Morgan, if you boil water, what do you get? Uh, you get boiled water. I well, mean, okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really hot understand. Hot water. Yeah. Come on. I got an answer, Bones. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Eddie and Amy said at the same time. One, two, three. Precipitation. Evaporation. Steam. <laughs> okay, see, we need a different question. <laughs> Why? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Hey, Morgan, Easter comes after how many days of Lent on the Christian calendar? Oh. Mm. Man, this was supposed to be my question. It was. <laughs> it's like when you play blackjack and, and someone. And I have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 30 days? Oh 40. 40 days. Oh. 40 days. Man. You've been boned. Okay, give me the question that that was supposed to be mine, so. Okay, sassy. Okay. Amy, in which sport might you dump, spike, and block? Volleyball. Correct. Oh, that would have been my question. Okay, you guys, relax. <laughs> you know, give me the question that ain't mine. <laughs> Lunchbox, what's the biggest spider in the world? Oh. <laughs> Come on, you got this. 
The biggest spider? Mm -hmm. Easy trivia. I mean, the only spider that I know their names are tarantulas. Is that your answer? That's my answer. That's the only spider I know. Correct. Whoa! Nice. Eddie, which athlete has won the greatest number of gold medals at a single Olympics? What? Okay, first one that comes to my mind is Michael Phelps. Correct. Yes. Oh, wow. I was going to say Bruce Jenner, but then I didn't know if I was supposed to say Caitlin. <laughs> Bruce Jenner. But <laughs> Bruce won them. Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he wasn't the right answer, but Bruce won them back then. So right. that would have been acceptable. Okay, okay, okay. Amy, over to you. Mm-hmm. What country is Mulan fighting to protect? What? Here we go. What country is Mulan fighting to protect in the film Mulan? I've never seen Mulan. They get a little harder as it goes. What country is Mulan fighting to protect? Mulan, Mulan. is probably something like Iran. <laughs> the answer is, Eddie, do you know what? I don't want to guess. <laughs> I could get it wrong. Mulan? It's China. <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Hey, you want to know what Eddie wrote down? He wrote down Japan. I don't want to guess. I can't believe. Amy, I, why hold have on. I never seen? Mulan? Everybody, quiet, please. You've been boned. Dang uh, it, uh, Eddie. All right, come on. We're playing. Uh, oh, oh, it's lunchbox. Oh, sorry, lunchbox. We're playing nations capitals. What's the capital of Italy? Um, uh, Italy. Do I know a city in Italy? You do know this city. Oh! Milan! <laughs> he, heard oh Mu- he heard Mulan a second ago. <laughs> and now he says Milan. Oh my goodness. Isn't that a cookie? <laughs> no, that's a Milan. No. The, the capital city of Italy, Eddie, do you know it? Rome. Is Rome. That's right. Dang. Now, Lunchbox, oh. you haven't been boned yet. If Eddie gets it right. <laughs> If Eddie gets it right, you're not boned. All right, if Eddie, that was a pretty dumb answer. If Eddie misses it, you're not boned. All right. right. Eddie, for the win. Come on. Eddie, come on, please. What kind of animal is Winn-Dixie in the 2005 movie Because of Winn-Dixie? Winn-Dixie? I thought that was a grocery store. It is. Okay. Is Winn-Dixie a pig, Bones? Is that your uh, answer, Eddie? Are you that's asking another question? That's all I have. He says Just it's a pig. pig. Eddie, you have... Well, you would be boned because it's a dog, but you're, neither one of you are boned. Oh. Hey, what up, dude? Get out, hey, get out of here. Thank you for not letting me get boned. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sudden death between the two. Oh. Since you guys oh. both missed it, sudden death. Buzz in with your name as your answer, okay? Okay. What is the name of the outermost layer of skin? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. The epidermis. Eddie, you Whoa! have Eddie, you have been boned. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox. Oh, <laughs> There he is, our big winner uh, of Easy Trivia this week. Woo! I didn't even hear him say the last word. I didn't know if he said earth or skin. Well, you obviously <laughs> heard skin because no, he well, said epidermis. I just guessed and I was like, after I said it, I was like, did he say earth? Well, earth no would have been the crust. <laughs> right. That's why. Woo! And the mantle, the core. Okay, Lunchbox, you're the winner. Congratulations. This is the Bobby Bone Show. So, Amy, you haven't done a prank call in how many years? Mm, I mean, it's been a long time. I feel like the last time I did anything like pranky, 
was when I wore a mic to the mall and would go into shops and Lunchbox would tell me what to say and I would go in and like say something funny. I can't remember we did it at a maternity store once, I think, but I wasn't pregnant, but I wanted to buy maternity jeans. I don't know. I think it was the last time I did it and that was maybe 2011. And that wasn't even a call. Now, that was an in-person prank. <laughs> well, we sit around and think of a lot of these prank calls. And so whenever this came to you, were you like, oh, boy? Well, I just thought I feel a little rusty. So I'm glad I got one under the belt. And if I could do more, maybe I'll get better. But it's probably not that good. All right, here we go. This is Eddie. Have you heard this? No. This is Amy calling a grocery store, asking for some help with her milk bone cookies, saying that her kids can't chew them. She tried soaking them in milk. It's still not working. You get it? <laughs> her dogs? Yes. All right, let's see how it goes. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. I, I have a question about the milk bone cookies that you sell. The milk bone cookies like for dogs? Well, no, I, I've been feeding them to my kids and they're really hard. Milk bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was soaking them in milk to make them soft, but they're still hard and my kids can't chew them. Milk bone cookies. Yeah, I bought them from your store and my kids can't chew them. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. Like, sh- I'm soaking them in whole milk right now, but I could do almond milk, I guess. Yeah. So, and, and you're telling me that the name of him is called Milkbone. Milkbone, yes. Uh, ma'am, the only thing, <laughs> but the only thing I know Milkbone is is for dog biscuits. Dog biscuits? Yes, ma'am. Is it a red box? But Well, yeah, it's a red box. All right. But yeah. you can't, I can't feed them to my kids? All right, ma'am. I'm going to go, okay? You have a wonderful day. <laughs> oh, That's not bad. That's pretty good. Oh, you did pretty good. No, I laughed like You twice. did laugh. Like, <laughs> she did get yourself could, laughing at one point. I know. And that's like when you're pranking, you got to hold it together. <laughs> so then Lunchbox jumps on and calls the guy back as her husband. Oh. There you go. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, ma'am. My wife just called about the milk bone cookies and she said you hung up on her. No, I didn't hang up with her. Oh, well, I guess so, she got confused. So she yeah. yeah, she just chipped her tooth on one of the milk bone cookies, and she's like, I, I bought cookies, and they're, put them I in the cookie jar. Just and, go ahead and bring them back with me, and we'll talk in person, which we'll, we'll take care of the best way we can. Uh, do we bring the tooth in also? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, do you have a dentist? Do you guys have a company dentist that you're going to send us to? How do we get this fixed? Sure, just come on, and we'll talk to you then. He's on to your game, I feel. Yeah. I feel like he's on to you. Hey, uh, and now did you have Morgan number two call as the daughter? It's a- <laughs> the whole family calls this guy. Messes it's with all him. of us. The mailman Ray calls. Hey, that's not the mailman. It is true. I just walked by. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Manhattan, New York. A man was driving his Lamborghini $240,000 when all of a sudden, boom, a moped hits him and knocks off his mirror, pulls over to get the information. Guy in the moped jumps in the Lamborghini. Steals the Lamborghini? Steals the Lamborghini while his friend makes him get away on the moped. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get this straight. There's a Lamborghini driving down the road. And two guys on mopeds. Oh, Dumb and Dumber style. Yeah. <laughs> so were they targeting this Lamborghini? That's what they think. Okay. And then they take the Lamborghini, and it was too fast. They crash it. Oh, they couldn't handle the speed because they're used to the moped speed. Yeah, maybe they the were Lambo. used. The guy driving was used to not being. He's used to being held from behind. <laughs> and they couldn't do that. And in then the he Lambo. was like, "I need you to hold me." Crash. <laughs> wow, if they plan that, that's pretty. Like, not to say pretty creative, and pretty like, wow, that's next level thinking. But then you got to know how to drive it, man. There you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Flashback Friday, 2010. Flashback Friday. The biggest country song at this time is the band Perry, If I Die Young. Wow. If I die young, 
Great song. Played it at pop. It was just a crossover monster smash. What are they up to now? I was on their Instagram the other day. They look kooky. Really? Yeah. Didn't Kimberly dye her hair like a sheep? That's maybe it just looks weird because they don't look like the last time I saw them. Yeah. I like them a lot, but I think they were like sitting outside on a wall smoking a cigarette or something. <laughs> I used to listen to this song on repeat, and like, do it made me happy and sad. It was awesome. Yeah, they all have really blonde hair. Kimberly's in a bra. And they're smoking a cigarette? Well, this picture's not. I'm just okay. looking at what they look like. I hope I didn't make that up. Scroll down some more, Mike. Maybe it's on her page. I don't know. All right. Let's see. The biggest pop song, Like a G6, Far East Movement. Like a G6. The biggest thing in pop culture is Katy Perry marries Russell. I got to yell in like a club. (laughs) Katy Perry marries Russell Brand. What? They spare no expense in the extravagant ceremony in India, which includes a procession of elephants, camels, horses, dancers, and musicians. The marriage lasts less than two years. Mm. What happened to him? I I think he's still chilling. Is he? Yeah. Making anything? Yeah. He yeah, was funny. I used to think he was really funny. I think funny. he does like a podcast, a successful podcast. Okay. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, there's a picture um, where they're out. I don't know what they're smoking. Celebration <laughs> of a song well written. What's got you all lit up tonight? She oh, writes nice. on her page. lit up. Yeah. I like them. They just are different now. Yeah. And we all grow in different ways. Good for them. That's it. There you go. Thank you, guys. We'll see you Monday. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bobby Bones. Show.